Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. It is always a joy and a blessing to be with you guys today. For those of you who listen every single week, thank you so much for tuning in to Awaken Podcast, sharing the podcast with your friends and family and churches and and everything. It's grown so much. 2020 was an incredible year in terms of you know the content that's been released and your guys' support and always tuning in. Um, but for those of you who are new to the podcast, maybe it's your first time tuning in right now, we have a new show every Monday and Thursday streaming on the charisma podcast network.com you could also find it on apple Podcasts, spotify google play pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to and so i love talking to incredible leaders pastors authors you know from around the world friends and family that carry a strong message of the goodness of god the glory of god you know the gospel of our lord jesus christ to encourage inspire and challenge you in your walk with the lord you know this show is based on ephesians 5:14 awake awake o sleeper arise from the dead and christ will shine on you the apostle paul he spoke that to believers not unbelievers we need an awakening we need our hearts to be awakened to the beauty of jesus to the power of the holy spirit to to who we are in christ and the tools that he has given us so we could truly walk out this life in christ every single day so that we could extend the kingdom of heaven on this earth and see victory and release victory to other people's lives. And so that is my passion. That is my desire here on this podcast. And I've got a great guest with me today. She is incredible. Her and her husband. I'm going to introduce her now so we can get right into the topic here today. Brian and Candace Simmons, they have been described as true pioneers in ministry. As a spiritual father and mother, their teaching and spiritual gifts have opened up doors in many nations to take the message of authentic awakening and revival to so many people around the world. For the last 40 years, they have labored together to present Christ in his fullness wherever God sends them. And Dr. Simmons, he's currently working as a lead translator of the Passion Translation. How many of you know the Passion Translation? He's working with his wife, Candice. They've been missionaries. They've been pastors. They're now full-time translators, itinerant ministers. And so thank you, Candice, so much for joining me today. Hi, Michael. It's great to be with you. Uh, your passion is our passion. We're awakeners. We call ourselves uh, revivalists and awakeners. So yep. it's so good to be with you and be on your broadcast this this, uh, this day. <laughs> yeah, it's been a joy serving you guys, you know, traveling and seeing you guys in action and seeing you guys translate the passion translation, following the passion translation. I'm an avid reader and supporter of the passion. I've spread the word. And so thank you for your labor of love with the passion translation with your husband. Well, I enjoy every minute of it. Uh, it just takes me deeper into the Word and uh, just love hearing people, uh, what's happening in their lives through the reading of the Passion Translation, yeah. mm-hmm. that uh, the, the Lord just gives them more understanding, and He just uh, blesses people so they get into the Bible, some that quit reading, but uh, that now they're reading their Bible more than ever because they can finally understand, and uh, it goes heart deep with people. So I can recommend it to you to get a copy of it. Oh, absolutely. And there's just amazing leaders around the world that are endorsing the Passion Translation. You know, Bill and Benny Johnson, the Banoffs, George and Winnie Banoff, John and Lisa Bevere, I've heard them quote the Passion Translation. So many people, you know, amazing leaders around the world are really backing up the translations. That's incredible. Yeah, we're so blessed of the people that have got behind it. Uh, all the people you mentioned are friends of ours and, uh, They've been so gracious to promote it. So we are so thankful for uh, their, their blessing on it. 
Awesome. Awesome. Well, today we're going to be talking about dreams and interpretation of dreams. This is the first podcast we've spoken about this. And and so I'm excited about that. But for those who might not be familiar 100% with yourself and your ministry, I always love to hear you know, how someone was first awakened to the Lord. How'd you first encounter the Lord? I know you were a missionary with your husband and you've known the Lord for a while. Tell me, tell me how you first encountered God. Well, you know, as a young child, the Lord was constantly drawing me to himself. My aunt would take me to church, but I actually did not come to know the Lord in church, uh, believe it or not. But I was 21 years old when a friend came to my apartment and actually gave me the Romans road. And I know many of you know okay. what that is. Uh, going through the scriptures, just giving you the word of God and uh, your need for salvation. And I was so deeply touched when I when she read the scriptures to me. I had never really heard that before. And so I came to the Lord uh, radically during the Jesus movement. And mm. uh, from that moment on, my hunger for the Lord was off the charts. All I wanted to do was serve him forever and give my life to him. But, you know, it wasn't until I was 40 years old that I received the baptism, the Holy Spirit. Uh, I had a hard time receiving because I had a background that didn't uh, believe in the gifts and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So my husband was starting a church, and it was a a church that was spirit-filled, and I wasn't. And so it was very difficult for me in that season. And uh, I just asked the Lord, Lord, please, you're going to have to show me this. You know, we can't, I can't be a part of a church and not uh, have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but it's really for today. And I really didn't believe it was because of my past teaching and doctrine. And I actually had an encounter with the Lord one night as I was crying out to him and saying, I have to understand this, if this is going to be a part of uh, who we are in this church. And I don't, you know, yeah. I don't understand it. So I had like a Jacob uh, experience where he, I was wrestling the angel of the Lord <laughs> one night, all night, crying out to him. You know, I my eyes, you know, I just can't see this. I don't understand it until I finally uh, said, okay, Lord, I surrender. Now you, Holy Spirit, you teach me. And I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit supernaturally through a vi- the visitation of the angel of the Lord. And the next morning I was able to, I had words of knowledge and uh, prophecy and everything opened up to me in a way that I had never experienced before. Just a new freedom in the Lord to to, uh, just, I don't know. It's just incredible. It was so different than what I'd ever known before, or just even a more heightened love for the Lord and the word. So that's my background. Um, I mean, I have lots of things I could tell you, but that's the main uh, sure. main part of my background. It doesn't get more biblical than that, though. The baptism of the Holy Spirit with the release of the gifts and a confidence and a love for the Lord. All of that, just so biblical, Book of Acts, you know, the Gospels and right. and everything. So that's and, what it was like. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it was like with signs, wonders, and miracles happening in our new church plant. And uh, I just totally would have missed out, you know, so yeah. I was so happy that the Lord, uh, you know, opened my eyes to the, the teaching of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So if you don't have that, I just recommend that you just ask the Lord to come and baptize you and to fill you that you could overflow in the gifts of Holy Spirit. It's It'll change your life, believe me. Oh my God, that is absolutely right. And the Lord had to give you a double portion. He's like, you know, for all the years you lived without it, he had to just really immerse you. 
<laughs> he was oh, like, he did. He did. <laughs> That's a beautiful oh. thing. It's a beautiful thing. He's so good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And so I want to talk to you today because I know when I, you know, I would travel with Brian and, you know, in, in support of the Passion Translation and I would hear, you know, Brian would, would call you up and honor you and, and you would have dreams and you would have interpretations. A lot of times it was prophetic words to the churches that you were administering to. Brian would talk about how you received several prophetic, you know, dreams a night. And I know that you know, through your, through, through, you know, through the passion and fire movement, you know, you guys are releasing, I know you're releasing prophetic words like on a monthly basis regularly. And so is this, when you got baptized with the Holy spirit, were you receiving dreams from the Lord um, right away? Is this something that came in time? Well, actually I was a dreamer from a child and the scientists actually say that everybody dreams for an uh, hour and a half every night. It's just that we don't realize it and we don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. But I believe when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that just uh, heightened that, and it, sure. especially the interpretation part of it. So um, it wasn't until we had someone come to our church that we hired a pastor that was a dreamer, and he challenged me to start paying attention to my dreams. And I just told him, I said, well, you know, I just have, I have a lot of nightmares as a child. I'd have them and I thought uh, I didn't want dreams, you know. And so that's one thing that the enemy tries to do is if your gifting is in that area, a lot of times they'll send you nightmares to frighten you so that you won't go on and pursue the gift that mm-hmm. you have. And as I began to realize uh, the interpretation of some of the, the dreams that I had as a child, I realized that they were things that I was afraid of. And if I had realized that, realized that I could have overcome those things at an early age by uh, just listening, the enemy's so stupid, he'll just show us things about our life that we need to conquer in Jesus and can conquer, mm. that he will just put it right out there before us when we can conquer it Amen. in Jesus' name, you know, and uh, understand that some of those things that we're seeing in nightmares are actually things that uh, we can overcome and we can use that information as spiritual warfare uh, and pull down those strongholds. So that was my experience. Uh, and after I realized they were for, di- for today, I started paying attention, writing them down, getting up in the middle of the night, making sure that I didn't miss anything that the Lord spoke. Even if I just remembered one word, I feel like anything that he says to us is worthy to uh, look into and see what he's trying to say to us. And uh, it's been invaluable to our ministry, invaluable to my own life, the warnings, the uh, the information that he gives us. I wouldn't uh, change any part of my life. Uh, now, I, need, I listen every day. We talk about it every morning, and it's made such a difference in our ministry. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a way that God loves to communicate. And I just feel like because you valued the word of the Lord, because you recognized that God was giving you dreams and they had messages attached to them. And there was, um, you know, even in, in the nightmares, you know, you were, you were receiving understanding of yourself and things you needed to overcome, but you took these things very, very seriously. And you jotted them down. You woke up in the middle of the night, you prayed through them, you, you, you wrote everything and you sought the Lord about these things. And I just feel like so many people, they're like, Oh, I got a dream. Oh, that was cool. And they talk about it a little bit, but they don't really press in for the interpretation of it. And so I just feel like that's really important. I think a lot of people have dreams, whether you're prophetic or not, God's speaking to us through dreams. And I just feel like it's just so important to show God we value what he's saying to us by taking what's in the eternal realm, writing them down in the natural in a notebook, really pressing in and praying. Do you feel like 
um, you know, just kind of growing in your relationship with the Lord, seeking God, intimacy really helps in terms of interpretation because I know that's where people really struggle, just figuring out, I, don't, well, I have no clue what this means. So they kind of shelve it. It really does. I think, uh, you know, he wants to see if we're going to pursue him. And that's one way we do pursue him, you know. And uh, like you said earlier uh, about people getting dreams but not understanding them and just putting them, at, uh, you know, to the side. That mm-hmm. we had. When mm-hmm. we had interns, I would have them come in every week and we would, you know, I would help them with their lives. But not only that, I would say, okay, what are you dreaming? And many times their dreams were looked like they were crazy, you know, crazy dreams. And sure. they'd say, oh, that's a pizza dream or whatever. And I would interpret it for them. And they'd say, wow, I had no idea that the Lord was saying that to me, you know, thank you. And so sometimes we just think, oh, those are really crazy. So uh, I'm just going to put it to the side. I'm not going to pay any attention to it. But uh, yes, as we pursue him and he realizes that we're really serious about this, then he gives us more. The scripture says that uh, we take the little that he gives us and we use it. He makes it much more. And that's what he's done in my life. I started out like everybody else, uh, just with a little bit of understanding. And so I read lots of books. I listened to a lot of prophetic people. Uh, and I I tried to understand. You know, you don't understand at first, you, but you just keep pressing in, keep trying. And you find after time uh he makes it much, much more. And so that now I, I go to churches with my husband and I ask him, I say, Lord, give me dreams for this church. He'll give me uh, 10, 11, sometimes 12 dreams, you know, that have to do with the church. And I can prophesy and I can uh, give them the prophetic word of the Lord through the dreams that he's given me. And that's only because I have put time into it. I've uh, been in the scripture. I've been in his presence. Uh, and he, he's speaking to me, you know, day and night, not just through the dreams, but I'm attentive to even one word that he gives me. And I think that uh, he, he loves that, even if it's just one word. You go look that word up in the scripture and he'll speak volumes to you, you know, through that at times. And uh, he's rescued us. He's uh, done all kinds of things that uh, we wouldn't have had if it wasn't for the, the reason that we pressed in to know him fully in mm. every avenue wow. uh, that he's so he speaks so many ways and <laughs> though we're not here. So it's time that we open our ears to all the ways that he speaks and dreams is just one of those. Oh, sure. You know, I just love going through the scriptures and seeing how God has spoken to his people all throughout scripture through dreams. And it's, you know, it's, it's always in like a parable form for the most part. It's, it's pictures, it's, it's parabolic, it's, it's mysterious, you know, it's not always straightforward. I don't think it's ever straightforward, but like, why do you, you know, and that's, and that's the, you know, the reason and the need for interpretation. But I don't know. I just, God enjoys communicating with his people in, in a parabolic way. Even though Jesus Christ, God, God, you know, uh, made flesh, fully God, fully man. When he walked this earth, he didn't say things plainly. He spoke in parables. And I really believe, it's because he wants us to seek him he wants us to draw near to him so that he will draw near to us and manifest his presence to us it's just another way for god to get with his people is that is that one way you you um i'm just just curious why do you feel like god he loves to communicate through dreams so much well you know i think he likes speaking in pictures because as the old uh, saying goes a picture is a thousand words Mm -hmm. and uh Actually, I've found that dreams, sometimes they can have multiple multiple layers in a dream. I, mm-hmm. I've seen 
up to like three layers in a dream. And, uh, and I, uh, to me, they're fun. They're so interesting. They're like a puzzle. And like you said, he wants to see how much we want to seek him. And uh, dreams are so, uh, can be so beautiful. They just, they come uh, like as you begin to interpret it, yep. it's like a picture coming to play. And there's so much that you can get from them that you can't just with words. They're, I believe they're heart level a lot of times, and they're yes. uh, sneaky. They can sneak up on you like uh, just ordinary words can. It's like, a, like I said, a picture or like music. It goes into your heart deeper than just the words themselves. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, for, I have an example of that. I had a friend that was going to YWAM. She was had this dream and uh, they were going to England. That's where she was going to minister. And she had a dream that she married uh, Prince Harry. And mm-hmm. she said, what in the world? Or not Harry, Andrew. And she said, what could that be? And I said, well, it could be multiple levels. It could be that you are thinking more highly of yourself than you should, you know, and uh, you could go over there and be like the ugly American with the people because you're thinking of yourself mm. more highly than you ought to think, you know, or, you're afraid of intimacy with Jesus, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you're thinking about this, you know, thinking about intimacy, and, and she said she was afraid of marrying Prince Andrew. And then another thing, she was, I said, you could be afraid of the new culture that you're going into. So there were all kinds of things that the Lord was speaking to her about through this one dream. And so they can go to different levels. Uh, they can speak all at once. They can speak to the person having the dream, but they can, all, it can also speak to uh, the, a church or even to uh, society in general. Or So they have multiple levels yeah. uh, because they're in pictures. So it's just, they're just so much so interesting. I say sometimes I feel like God has a real sense of humor and knows that we get bored. And yeah. uh, there's actually a lot of fun when you start interpreting. Oh, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. And it's, I always thought to myself too, sometimes as human beings, we're so clouded, we're so anxious, we're so busy that we've got, just got so much going on in our mind throughout the day. And we're so bogged down and burdened a lot of the time that like, we're not just not, we're just not pressing in or seeking or like really just being open um, to the Lord throughout the day sometimes. And he's just got to put us to sleep. You know, to get a hold of us sometimes, <laughs> we just got to go to sleep, have everything shut down, and so he can finally uh, get a message to us. Well, he's got to knock us out, and a lot of our <laughs> dreams are correction dreams, and yeah. I think that's the only way to through to us to correct us is to knock us out. <laughs> <laughs> we go to sleep, and, and he gently sne- sneaks in there with correction. Yeah, uh, and you know, I, I love that because I would rather God correct me than have people correct me. So sure, uh, sure. This, just listen to those gentle corrections and be corrected, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's a good father. He disciplines those he loves. Yes. yes. And so that, it's so funny because God's spoken to me about my own heart in, in dreams that I didn't even realize. My wife's really prophetic and she helps me through a lot of this sometimes. But for a while before I started doing the podcast, you know, we're traveling in ministry and God began to speak to me about doing a, uh, doing a podcast. This was a few years ago. Um, I started to have dreams every single night. I had a dream that I was with a different minister and like we were friends and it was like Bill Johnson one night, another night it was Sean Bowles, another night it was Todd White. And I'm like, God, like, I'm, why am I having these dreams? I've got no desire necessarily to, you know, there's nothing in me of like, you know, selfish <laughs> ambition to know these people or be with these people. And I, I talked right. to my, I talked to my wife about it and she goes, well, do you think that you can't stand in the same place or caliber? Do you feel like these people are better than you? And 
it kind of hit me like, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I do a little bit. And she was just like, no, like these people, you know, obviously you honor people, uh, you know, that are serving right. the Lord and that are above you. But at the same time, like they're no better than you. Like you could walk with people like that. And I remember the Lord spoke to me and he broke off inferiority. He broke off you know, insecurity and these complexes that I had viewing other people as you know better, more powerful or whatever. And then right. it's, it was amazing that God spoke to me to do the podcast. It began to open up amazing doors to have people on, on my show that I've honored, revered for years, like Andrew Womack and John, John Bevere and, you know, Brian, you know, to, you know, to get to know Brian Simmons yeah. and these amazing people. And it was funny that God really ministered to me through dreams and my wife helped with the interpretation but i just love how the lord broke off those insecurities and kind of you know in inferiority complex you know to really launch me into a new season of breakthrough you know for my for my show and, and influence and everything like that and so i just love how god does that yes that's so wonderful michael and you are a real influencer and uh so anyway yeah he is God is so wonderful in the way he speaks to us privately like that and uh, <laughs> helps us and corrects us. So he deals with dreams our hearts. He deals yeah. with our hearts in such a tender, sweet, <laughs> kind way. The Lord knows how to get he us. Does. And he put me with the right woman too, praise God, to be able to help yes, me. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. And it's funny because it's it works in different ways. A lot of times when I get dreams, a lot of times it's about the future and it's, you know, a lot of times it's about a person, but it's a lot of times edifying, encouraging things like of hope to prophesy into people or, you know, my wife, a lot of the times will get prophetic dreams where she'll get a warning in advance. And she'll see that like there's a there's a pitfall before somebody or they're you know, they're drowning. She had she had a dream when she was twelve years old when she got saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit that one of her pastors mm -hmm. was was drowning and they found out later there was all mm -hmm. like sin issues and different things happening. And so what do you think yeah. about that? Like there's it's God speaks to me in a different way than he speaks to my wife and that you know, I'm sure there's so many people out there out there that get different kinds of dreams. Do you feel like right. you know, that God I don't know I'm just kind of curious because God speaks to us differently. And so a lot of it has to do with our calling and what he's calling he us to. Right. He does speak to us differently. And uh, prophecy and dreams, you know, there's no set, no set rules because we're all so different. And when we try to put it all in a box, God will just break out of that box <laughs> for the rules that we try to put around it. Yes. And I, it's because we're all different. We all have different personalities and we have different needs, and he speaks to us all different. Uh, you think of the woman at the well, he spoke to her about water. You know, and the farmer, he spoke to him about seeds and planting. So he'll speak around whatever our life uh, is around. And, uh, you know, so, and we have different ways of interpreting. And at, when you start doing it, you realize that he has dream language for you that's different than other people. And for instance, I dream, I don't dream in color. Once in a while, I have a color in my dream, but I remember uh, I, I love John Paul Jackson. If you know, he, he, heard yeah. of him, mm -hmm, yeah. uh, but he always said, if you didn't dream in color, it wasn't a God dream. Well, I would have thrown all my dreams out if that <laughs> were the case. So I would say, don't go with the hard, fast rules that you're given. And uh, mm -hmm. That's for instance, the uh, symbols that you get, a lot of times a symbol will mean something to you, but it won't mean that to anybody else. And so... Uh, he'll speak to us where we are and who we, we are. So anyway, yes, he speaks to everybody different. And there's uh, 
different ways that we hear. So, sure. like I said, like I don't dream in color, but I, I do, you know, know that once in a while I have a color and it really has a specific meaning to pay attention to it. And mm-hmm. so I always say categorize your dreams too, you know, put a title on it, categorize it, and they start to make a picture that, that way, or you can draw them out, or you can even diagram them or whatever it takes for you to get the idea of what God's trying to get across to you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, he speaks differently, and I believe everybody uh, gets dreams, and everybody can prophesy. Uh, the, the Lord yeah. says in the, the Scripture that everyone should pursue prophecy. In 1 Corinthians 14, 1, it says it's good that you're enthusiastic and passionate about spiritual gifts, especially prophecy. So mm, dreams are yes. very important. Uh and there's a process we go through. You know, we all learn. We learn differently. And so it's different for everybody. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's been different for me than it's, it has been for my husband in learning about dreams. And sure. we're all different. God loves the individual, and he <laughs> loves uh, the differences yeah. we all have, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he, he he definitely relishes in that. What would you say, because um, for, for yourself, when you get a dream, do, do you typically get an instant interpretation if you pray into it? Or has, has there been some things that God revealed years down the line? Like if somebody gets a dream and they're not getting an instant interpretation, you would encourage them to just write it down, you know, to keep pressing in about it, to, you know, to put it to the side and God will highlight it later. Do you, do you mm-hmm. experience that often? I do. I don't experience it as often as I do getting instant interpretation anymore. I get the interpretation before I wake up, wow. even in the midst of my dream. But that's because I've been doing it for so long, sure. and uh, I've been faithful with it, and the Lord knows that. And so uh, He helps me to just even figure it out. As, and sometimes as I'm waking, I'm figure, figuring it out. Mm-hmm. But He has done that Um I can think of one instance where he said, uh, come run with me. And then it wasn't too long after that, my husband started teaching on the song, Song of Songs. And that's one of the scriptures, you know, he, she's running with him. And I realized, you know, my position in the Song of Songs, uh, that really spoke to me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I had another dream about stairways. And then we named our ministry uh, Stairway Ministries. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in the dream, there were steps missing, you know, and then I realized, oh, we have, there's some things we need to do for our stairway ministry. And we named it that. Um, another time I had a dream about closing our school down. We had a school in our church and uh, I I had no idea what the Lord said. Uh, it's time to close the school. And I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought it yeah. had to do with something else. And then when we did close the school, I, I realized, oh, the Lord warned us ahead of time that the school we would close the school down. And so that brought lot, a lot of comfort to us, knowing that the Lord had spoken to us ahead of time. So yeah. I've had yeah. some dreams that he's spoken to me ahead of time. So yes, you should write them down, date it, and uh, just wait for the Lord to give you more revelation. Because as you grow in it, he will give you revelation. And some of it will be for later on. It won't be for right that minute. So uh, yes, save your dreams and go back over them and uh, listen to see if he's speaking to you from that old dream oh. today because he does that. Yes, he does. Yeah, there's been times where I'll get a dream, I'll get, you know, a measure of interpretation and I'll pocket it. And then, you know, three or four years go go on and I'll just be in a moment. I'll be like, wow, boom, it'll just come right back to me. 
And I'll be like, oh, I remember that dream I had three or four years ago or that prophetic word I had three or four years ago. Like, Lord, that was you. Like, I didn't understand it. Yeah, I, I understand it in part, but now I'm seeing it in a fuller in a fuller light. And so I just love the prophetic and how God speaks to us and how maybe in one season it means something and another season it means something else. And so I just love right. how multifaceted the voice of God is and his heart is just so deep and the Lord just, you know, the scriptures even, you know, we'll, we'll be getting something from the same scripture every single day of our lives until the day we see him in glory. Mm-hmm. I just love how the Lord uses, you know, every, every word is eternal and speaks volumes. And so, yeah, I just thought of something that the Lord spoke to my husband in the jungle uh, and said, I'm going to send you back to America to uh, give a word for the, to the nation. And, it was years before we realized we were uh, translating the Bible, and we realized, oh, that's what the Word is. It's that the actual Word of God, you know? <laughs> yes. We were thinking, what is the Word to te- we're going to teach to the nation, you know? Uh-huh. And uh, that was it. It was the actual Word of God, but it took years before we understood what the Word was, that He was sending us home to give. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's just the nature of that's the nature of the prophetic too. You know, I think the Lord loves that. That when we're like, we, we, when he shocks us and we're like, oh wow, that's, that's what he meant. How eternal, how majestic, how amazing is our God that he would, you know, he knows everything. He knows everything. And I just love that. Even in scripture, the nature of the prophetic is, you know, sometimes things would take decades or longer to manifest, you know, like hundreds of years sometimes, like from the prophets, you know, Jesus, the birth of Jesus and hundreds of years prior it was prophesied. And so <laughs> he's not in as much of a hurry as we are with some of these things. That's right. It's so interesting. <laughs> and so, um, I just want to fascinating for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. And so let me ask you this for those that want to really grow, maybe they get dreams, but they're having a hard time with interpretation or they want more dreams. What would you recommend on some, just some, some simple steps that they could take to really learn more about this? Well, you know, there are just a lot of good books out there. I would suggest getting some, good books, some symbol uh, and interpretation books, uh, and listen to the, you know, some podcasts of prophetic mm-hmm. people, yes. get, uh, get alongside of those people when there's conferences, have them lay their hands on you, uh, you know, go to the leadership. If you think it's a dream that pertains to the leadership, get on a prophetic team, but most of all, uh, pray through your dream. Yeah. That is so important. Line it up with the scripture and uh Get into the Word, because the Word is uh, where you're going to get your interpretation for your dream. Uh, I remember talking to James Gull about dreams uh, years ago, yeah. and I mm-hmm. said something about how do I get my interpretation, and he said, get in the Word of God, because that's your basis. Everything must be based on the Word of God, and uh, the more you know of the Word, the more your dreams are going to make sense, because He's going to speak to you around the Word and uh, things in your life that line up with the Word. So. Know the Word of God uh, above all else and pray through your dreams. Every dream is a spiritual warfare tool to either push uh, that thing into being or to stop, if it's a warning, to stop that thing. So uh, pray into them and Mm. don't give up. You know, it doesn't come overnight. So just like anything else, it takes practice and keep keep on keeping on and uh, one day you're going to find that you're going to start getting the interpretation even before you wake up. So it'll be Amen. easier. Amen. And let me ask you this to kind of end the podcast. I know we're going into 2021. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm, I hate to put you on the spot right now, you know, <laughs> but we're going in the 2021. Um, is there anything you're specifically feeling on your heart 
for the church or for the listener right now, kind of coming out of 2020, a difficult year for so many people. What are you, what are you feeling going into 2021? Well, for 2021, uh, usually for me, I get at the last minute, I get the word for the year. I don't know. The Lord mm-hmm. uh, speaks to me like that. He just speaks to me daily about what's going on daily, pretty sure. much. But uh, the thing I've heard him saying is to make sure that you realize that he is good. The enemy's trying to uh, confuse his people, the Lord's people, and uh, trying to get them off of the fact that he is good. And he, there's so many people in fear right now. And uh, the Lord wants to increase your faith. I see great faith coming uh, from the body of Christ now as they press into him because the enemy is trying so hard to get you into a place of fear. And I looked up this morning, this scripture, John 20, 29, there are those who have not seen me with their, with their eyes, but have believed in me with their hearts and they will be blessed even more in this season of COVID, of all the things that are going on. uh, He says, you know, if you believe him, you're going to be blessed even more. He's going to do good things in your life. Don't receive the, uh, the bad word of the enemy. But, and he said to me, he's going to come to rescue, rescue you. I had a dream about Jesus saving people out of a raging Mm. river. And I just wrote a prayer letter just yesterday and uh, he gave me this verse to go with that, Luke 2, 11, in Bethlehem, a rescuer was born for you. He is the Lord Yahweh, the Messiah. He's going to rescue you uh, no matter what you're facing right now. If you're, you have COVID or you have bills or uh, you need food, he's going to rescue you. He sees Amen. what you're going through. So just press into him. And he also said to me, I'm in the midst of you as one who serves. I had a dream just recently about a waiter with a towel around his waste and it was Jesus. Oh, and uh, he pulled up to our table and he said, I'm in the midst of you as one who serves. And that scripture is in Luke twenty two twenty seven, And I am here as one who serves you. Mm. So he sees what's going on with you and he's serving you up what you need right now. As you call on unto him, he's going to be that rescuer for you. And I also heard, let me get this the Lord said, let me get this for you. And I was at a table with Jesus and others. And when the bill came, Jesus said, I've got this. So whatever it is you're facing, he says, I've got this Hebrews four sixteen. So now come freely and boldly to where love is enthroned to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace you urgently need to strengthen you in your time of weakness. So uh, he's here for you. And uh, I know with all this election mess that we're We've been going through, and I know we have people on both sides of the aisle looking at this, and it's just been a total uh, discouraging and a mess for everybody, uh, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. Uh, I know that uh, it's been disheartening, and yeah. the mm-hmm. Lord is here for us, and He's got it in, got everything in His hands. Whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. whatever you're facing, He sees what you're, what's happening at your household, and I know Michael has a father that has. COVID and we're praying for him. Thank you. But yeah. I'm believing for healing, signs and wonders and miracles for you. He wants you to just get your eyes on him, focus on him. Don't focus on what the enemy's doing, but uh, bring it to him and he's going to take care of whatever it is. That's what I believe he's saying. He's increasing faith in the people of God. And if you just keep uh, believing, then there's a blessing for you, the Lord says. He has a blessing. Uh, more than you are able to contain. And uh, as you start off the year. 
so, so good. I received that. I really felt the Lord on on that um, exhortation. Thank you so much. I, even just what you said about the dream you had of the Lord being in our midst as one who serves. Oh, I just felt the presence of God on that so strong. So, so yeah. good. He is so faithful. He is a servant. He, oh, the, the, the humility of Jesus just blows me out of the, out of the water <laughs> every time. Yeah. The goodness I know. of God. You know, my husband, been so blessed this year. We hear about the horrible things people are going through, and uh, we just increased this year. And yeah. we've been to so many churches that have just believed that he would come through. And some of them are buying buildings and all kinds of wonderful things through this whole uh, situation. It's been uh, hard, I know, but I, I feel so spoiled. He's taken care of us and watched over us and done such wonderful things. We've been able to get the, more of the translation out than ever because we've had time to be at home and so i know people said they've established altars with the lord with their family that they've never done before so there's a lot of good things going on right now too so don't uh don't believe the the bad report of the lord the lord has a good report that's right that is right a hundred percent i agree so how can people tell me a little bit about um you and brian's ministry um how people can get connected i think even get some of these newsletters and prophetic utterances how they can get a hold of the passion translation i think get connected with your guys ministry tell okay. us about that sure you can go to passion and fire ministries.com and uh sign up and become a a, a partner with us and we have all kinds of special things that we do for our partners, and we even have a Bible study every week, and Michael's a part of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have some good uh, teachers, and a lot of them are, most of them are younger, a lot younger than Brian and I. We want to bring <laughs> the young generation on, the rising uh, generation. So yeah. uh, you can do that. And we, we have, we uh, publish books as well as the translation. So we have a lot of books out there, mostly, uh, I would call them devotional commentaries that we put out. Uh, we I do a blog every month, and the, the word of the month, I call it, which is, on, I believe it's on our first page on our uh, Passion and Fire Ministry site. So you can find that word, word for the Lord uh, of the month. And mm-hmm. uh, let's see, we, we go to Israel every year. Oh, we'd love for you to go to Israel with us. So <laughs> uh, Passion and Fire IsraelTour.com has all the details there. We do. Um, we also do a retreat once a year. Uh, our retreat is full, full right now, but next year, come with us on a retreat, and we do ministry uh, time in the mornings, and then we have time to just you know chill and go to the beach or whatever. So we were doing cruises, but that stopped. So this year, we're going to San uh, I forget San Cabos, but mm, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's already filled up. So maybe next year. You can come with us. So we have all kinds of fun things that we do together. We meet with our partners. Uh, when we travel to the churches, we spend time with our partners at a luncheon almost every time that we uh, visit a church. So we might meet you someplace along the way at your church. And uh, so those are some ways that you can connect with us. We love people and we're people persons. We were pastors for 18 years. So uh, we would love to see you and meet you. So Go on passionandfireministries.com and just get uh, get hooked up with us. We'd love it. Oh, absolutely. I believe in your guys' ministry. Um, I love you guys so much. You guys are an incredible example of just people who have served God, followed Jesus you know, for so many years that have just poured out your life, surrendered your life to the Lord. And um, I just, I, I definitely look up to you guys. You know, Brian's been 
um, a huge, you know, influence in my life as, as well as yourself. And you guys have been a blessing to me in so many ways. And so I just thank you so much for just being who you are and the example that you, that you are in the body of Christ for us young ministers to really attain to, to stay steadfast and to serve Jesus with everything. Well, thank you, Michael. We love you and your wife and your children. Uh, you've been a real blessing <laughs> to the body of Christ and we pray for you all the time. And, um, thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk with your people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Brian's coming on again in the new year. It's always great talking to you guys and just gleaning and receiving revelation. And you have such a powerful voice. You guys are um, definitely a power duo. You know, it's you guys are doing it together in ministry, which is also a great example for me and my wife. You know, for so many ministers that, you know, husband and wives ministering together as families, even with their children. And so that's awesome. Yeah, well, we wouldn't have it any other way. We actually, uh, I was actually proposed that way. My husband said to me, don't you think we can serve the Lord better as a couple rather than as two singles? So uh, <laughs> I thought, wow, I totally agree. So it's been yes. wonderful. We've yes. been serving the yeah. Lord for like uh, 50 years now, ever since we were we got married. So it's wow. been great. Wow. 50 years. That's incredible. Thank you so much again. For those who are listening right now, make sure to subscribe, rate, review this podcast so we can get it out to more people, more more listeners. So they can be challenged, inspired, and blessed by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, thank you so much, Candace. Bless you. Say hi to Brian. And um, I look forward to talking to you soon, Candace. Okay, sure will. Thank you. You got it. Absolutely. God bless. God bless you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast.